Every self-respecting gamer experiences all sorts of frustrations and struggles while playing video games. Blame it all on the poor game design, stupid controls, or the gamer just sucks donkey balls that the game gets abandoned altogether. In this episode, the Timeless Gamer crew discuss their stories of the different times when they curse, bitch, and moan to the brink of quitting their game. Welcome, welcome, people, to the fourth season of Timeless Gamer, where the games and gamers grow older while the gaming experiences remain timeless. Your weekend podcast show that discusses everything about video games, brought to you by the beautiful people of Pinoy Retro Gaming. If you are new to the program and just discovering us for the very first time, go and watch our previous live shows, why don't you? By going to the Facebook page of Pinoy Retro Gaming or by going to the YouTube page of Timeless Gamer, Timeless Gamer PRG. And we are also broadcasting live on Twitch under the channel of Pinoy Retro Gaming. And if you just want to listen to us talk, that's okay. Because the audio versions of our episodes are also available on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts by searching Timeless Gamer. And it's a full house today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, to all of you guys watching us live, we got... Uh, we got uh, Sir Joel Vanyaga Native coming us from New Jersey. Hello, everybody. It's great to be back. I'm sorry I haven't been around, uh, but I did try to keep you guys company through the videos uh, that I've been sending in. Thank you very much, Joel, for showing them for me. And of course, coming from the UK, Sir Dan, the man. Hello, everybody. Hope you're all doing well out there. All right. Uh, shout out to the doggy backhand the window, <laughs> Sir C. Bert. Magandang gabi sa inyo, mga. Retro gamers. All right, all right. And returning to the show, Sir Pao. Good evening, everyone. It's Sir Pao joining once again with the Timeless Crew, and hope that you will have a good time watching us and sharing your opinions. All right, all right, all right. And of course, Miss Hanukkah ninety nine, Miss Charlene. Hey, 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 guys! Good morning. Welcome here to Times Gamer. Here we are going to be here live. Please do watch our raging games here here on Pinar Retro Gaming. So let's go. All right. All right, all right, all right. And of course, making his debut right here in the Timeless Gamer Show and <laughs> in our podcast, the one who uh, who you heard narrating our synopsis <clears throat> for this evening's show. Pause it. New blood coming in. <laughs> Good evening, people. Welcome to the Timeless Gamer Show. <laughs> So for this evening's uh, episode, ladies and gentlemen, so we are talking about rage quitting. Mm-hmm. I think all of us have that, um, I, I've experienced some uh, very quite frustrating gaming experience uh, one way or another. To the point that we tend to, I don't know, curse, bitch, moan, uh, throw our controllers to the window, to the wall, to the floor, all sorts of stuff. And we are, uh, so we are thankful for so uh, for Sir Joel, actually, he's the one su- uh, who has suggested this topic for this episode. So we will give it to Sir Joel to lead the charge and discuss a, just a non-formal roundtable discussion all about rage quitting on our, in our previous experiences. So, Joel, take it away. All right. Thank you very much, Joe. 
For today, we are doing our, uh, an episode that describes our experiences with video games and rage quitting them. You know how you guys have always had, you know, those moments when you would have trouble with a particular game. You would be frustrated with how it's uh, presented to you or what's happening um, with how you're interacting with the game. It's This episode is all about that. We are going to be talking about how everybody has had those moments when you would really be frustrated with a particular game or something in regards to a game. It can be something regarding not just the game itself, but also something about the game. We can talk about anything that you guys feel like. We can talk about anything that you want regarding rage quitting the game itself. But first things first, we're going to be um, defining it. Rage quitting is when you get frustrated in the game and you decide to either step away from it temporarily or permanently and decide to, you know, uh, do something crazy like throw your controller at the TV and have to have to look for a new TV during Black Friday or, <laughs> or random person. Yeah, or, or like, you know, punching out your brother who's player 2 who's sitting right next to you. <laughs> it can it can be anything. So, um, it can be due to bad game design, can be due to bad pacing, it can be due to game bugs, you know, if they're if you're character decided to face through a wall and you got stuck there you can rage quit and go crazy and step away from it terrible mechanics <clears throat> due to game difficulty either the game is too difficult or you don't have enough skill for you to be able to uh, pass a certain level so all of that we are going to be discussing it and first things first i want to have a quick look at the comments i want to i want maybe we can have um uh, maybe we can have Sir Pao uh, say hi to some people in the chats. Sir Pao. And we're going to do just that, saying hi to everyone who has joined us on our coverage in Facebook. Ekoy Bolano, pay, mentioning our paying, uh, our, us paying respect to his favorite ranger, Jason David Frank. Rest in peace and rest in power. And we have here Juan De Marcos of 123Go on Facebook and 123Go Retro on Twitch saying hello to everyone as well as others who are watching Rob Altura and Momo Cringe and Sir Carlo who's fi who finally has connected and hopefully he could join us right now. Yes, <laughs> Sir Carlo, please. <laughs> we miss you. We miss and you, Sir Carlo. Yes, and of course, let's not forget Miss Le Roxy of, of the Lera Sinieres of the Le Roxy Facebook game page and Le Roxy yeah. on Twitch, Twitch as well. Our favorite, uh, our favorite lady with three Ys instead right. of three Xs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why not? Yeah, yeah. Three and so Momo Prince is there. Um, the, oh, the better half of Mamochu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A little, and say hello uh, to um, the yes, a little sidestep though. Um, the thank you very much, Joe, for that intro, uh, that you provided of uh, Jason David Frank, our little tribute, uh, for the passing of a, of a well respected um actor who portrayed the Green Ranger, I believe, Miss Charlene. Uh, please tell Green us, Ranger, a bit. White Ranger, Red Ranger, yeah, Miss Charlene, <laughs> yes, uh, Jason. Dan Frank, he, David, David Frank, Jason, Jason David Frank, uh, one of the best actors, um, uh, known as the Green Rangers on Mighty Morphins, um, also known as the the Tiger White Rain Ranger on Mighty Morphins as well, also the Black Ranger on Dino Thunder, and also he's uh, Red Ranger. 
and zero. 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 <laughs> yeah. And basically, um, he's a lot actually acting a lot of rangers from the red, black, white, and green. I see. Okay. Well, I mean, I am uh, personally speaking. I, I hope nobody gets offended with this. I never really got into the Power Rangers craze uh, back in the '90s because I'm a '70s. I, I was I was born in the '70s because of the fact that um, well, I was born in the '70s. But and my original Rangers were the Go Rangers, the very first Sentai, the Star Rangers from way the back Japanese. in the '1970s. So that's that's uh, what I grew up with. And then Jack Q, and then um, I completely forgot the ones that came after. So for me, the Sentai experience of the Power Rangers was already old hat by the time that, they, that it got popular in the '90s. So I never got, never really got into it. But the Star Rangers were my jam way back in the seven, late '70s, going to the early '80s. So I, uh, mm -hmm. I, I no offense to the Power Rangers fanatics, yeah. but you know I, I fully respect your uh being being fans of the, the new iteration of the sentai series speaking of which uh we might as well have a have a little shout out to everybody in fisher mall over there right now especially my uh my godson in pinar retro gaming ranji pata hello ranji he says shout out to dito sa fisher mall because we are having we the pinar retro gaming is having a little bit of a is having a little bit of an event over there. We're participating in what is called the RetroCon in Fisher Mall. Um, maybe maybe two people who have actually been there can have a short discussion on it. Sir Pao and Miss Charlene, how was the experience of visiting the RetroCon uh, at Fisher Mall? Ladies first. Ladies okay. first. What a gentleman. Okay. All right. So um, actually on the RetroCon 2022 on Fisher Mall, it was good. Um, many people are actually um, really, um, what do you call this word again? Yeah, participating. Um, they really loved the experience of playing retro games. Also checking some of the booths there, uh, like vintage stuff, like consoles, um, like that in the video. T-shirts, um, of their favorite games, toys, action figurines. There, a whole lot more. And besides, and besides that, we we uh, in the Pinoy Retro Gaming community who is participating in this very convention, even though even though we've been just on the day three and four, uh, we are also selling our merch merch for anyone who are interested. Like t-shirt, like t-shirt designs, mugs that are what we call in, in Filipino tatak PRG. Excellent, wonderful, wonderful. As you guys, as you guys can see, and for those of you in the audio uh, portion of the podcast, we are showing some footage of how things look with the Fisher Mall convention. Then it's a good thing that uh, here in the Philippines we've been, we're it's starting off again. With the easing of restrictions of uh, pub, of hanging around like public spaces and events uh, here in the Philippines, there's this retro convention web that Pinoy Retro Gaming is participating in, and you can see on the footage that's being shown on the screen right now that there are retro games being available to play for free play. I think here in the United States and over there in the UK that such things have been happening recently as well, right, Dan? Yeah, um, I attended a uh, an arcade retro fest myself about a month ago, um, and that was absolutely fantastic. And it, it 
pretty much had like 95% of all the uh, key arcade games that you know, Sega Rally, Outrun, uh, Final Fight, Golden Axe, Street Fighter 2, Space Area, Afterburner, you name it, it was all there. So, um, so it's, it's good to see something like this happening uh, over your way as well. It's very good actually. Um, we have somebody in the chat saying, Paki shout out yung may ari ng mga retro consoles. Translation. Uh, uh, please give a shout out to the person who actually owns the consoles. That for yes. Replay, Mr. Raymond Orendes of Retro Freak Gaming, who sadly could not. Our make very it own Sir Ray. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hi, Ray. Sadly could not make it tonight because he's actually man. Uh, he was actually uh, in the in the event itself, ha- helping to take care of the booth. Uh, he brought along his mini consoles for free play. Anybody can come on over, play mm-hmm. the play the mini consoles that Sir Ray of Retro Free Gaming brought over, and all you need to do is just show up, show your uh, cell phone, show that you followed the Pinay Retro Gaming main page. Just click on that like, click on that follow, and you get chance to play your favorite games on mm-hmm. the the large TV setup on stage. It, it's um, once in a lifetime experience where you get to play your retro games in a gigantic screen on stage. Get, show everybody how you get beat up in Super Mario Brothers and how, how many times you missed that jump Holy in, in, in full public for all for all to see. The humiliation will be glorious. Okay. <laughs> so the event is being held at Fisher Mall in Quezon City, am I right? And yes, are, that's right. And it's going to be held. I think it's a seven-day event, and they're Eight going days. to. Eight. And the last day will be on November thirtieth. Yes, that's right. Excellent, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right. And mm, I yes, would like sir. to just, I would like to just point out a side note on a certain thing that I just realized right now. Mm-hmm. The booth behind the ones where BRGR is actually selling lots of old school toys. And I actually found four of them that are Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, okay. Yes. And how, and how ironic it is that the miss that there are two missing Rangers in that collection that they're selling, and it yeah. happens to be the those two Rangers who have already passed away. Twitter, oh. the Yellow Ranger, and yes. Uh, I guess you know, being being the fact that they passed away kind of pushed the value of their toys through the roof. I wouldn't be surprised, right, Sir Pao? Most probably. Yeah. Because only the red, blue, pink, and black were the ones left there. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> kind of well, crazy, and at the yeah. same time. Tito Joe, they're selling LPs for new wave bands. B-Flex, Wham. Oh, sorry, sorry. Say that again, Seabird. Say again. They're selling new wave bands uh, on LPs. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Seabird and I are huge new wave fanatics. So. By the way, I, I just want to share as well because uh, you mentioned oh, ahead, the Power Rangers. Mm. And um, Jason David Bank was uh, uh, the way I uh, got introduced with Power Rangers because I'm not really a fan of Power Rangers back then because I grew up in the 80s. Um, I grew up with Bioman, then oh, there's yeah. Mask Man. Yeah. So Fight when Man. Power Ran- when when Power Rangers came out, uh, I just felt like they're like cheap imitation of those guys. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> uh, I I, I kind of um, share the same feeling for that. Yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but then again, uh, Jason David Frank. Just to let you know, guys, in case you you're not familiar with him, he actually uh, uh, played in the MMA, so he has a clean record. Of course, I know. was able. To, yeah, he was a fighter as well. Not just. I didn't you know, know that. In, 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 in oh. 
I guess he was yeah. able to put his training to good use then, huh? True. True. Okay. He was. Well, but maybe the go. popularity of the Power Rangers franchise in America has pulled him off MMA to continue set, to continue role as right. He was good. He has a clean record. But uh, anyway. Undefeated. Mm. All right. Okay. So um, let's proceed to the gist of the podcast. Rage quitting. Um, let's see. I did lay out that uh, it'll be ab- about the frustrations that we've had with games that we've played. Let's set out a few limitations. It can be from any uh, era. It can be anything from Pong to Elden Ring. Uh, if you guys have any experience with a particular game or anything related to a game, please feel free to uh, toss in your experience. And we will be asking the audience to participate as well. If you guys have stories about how you rage quit the games that you were um, that you were playing, please type it out in the chats. We will make sure to read read it out and uh, see if, if, the, if the panelists share that experience. Okay, let's see. Um, let me start off by throwing my first story. Well, my my first rage quit story. It's a. It was a game uh, on the Japanese Famicom. Actually, if you guys are familiar with with Japanese Famicom, it's it's the Japanese version of of the US Nintendo Entertainment System. And the game in question was. I'm sharing the, the screen right now. It's Tujo. Uh, it's called Transformers: uh, The Mystery of Convoy. Uh, I'm not sure if if too many people are familiar with it. Uh, uh, Joe, if I can just throw it up on the screen. The idea of Transformers: Mystery of Convoy is it's it's a Transformers game, but instead of Optimus Prime, you've got um, Ultra Magnus, my favorite Transformer of all time, as the main character. And it's a it's a platformer. It's a run and jump. You um, you you shoot at enemies. You can transform, and uh, you're you're basically going through a lot of stages where uh, tons of enemies are shooting at you. Um, if Joe can uh, put that up on screen, uh, Joe, can you uh, uh, can you show the people? Uh, the idea of it is that you're you're going up against all of these. The multiple bosses, multiple multiple enemies, and it was severely frustrating. Anybody who's ever played a platforming game will know how really frustrating platforming games are. In particular, this game was brutally hard. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm not sure if Joe uh, has uh, has shown the screen yet. Uh, I'm sharing the screen. Uh, Joe, you're uh, you're muted. I, I can't hear. You. Uh, no, um, it's just the ads. God damn it! <laughs> oh, uh, the, the ads are being shown. Okay, the yeah. Ads. So <laughs> I'm retweeting right now. Oh, there you go. Uh, the, the thing about this game, Transformers: uh, Mystery of Convoy, I'm not sure if, ever, if if it ever went stateside, and I'm not sure if it ever got translated into English. But you really didn't need an English translation for it because of the fact that. It's you were basically beating up on Decepticons. You were fighting. You were fighting big bosses, but um, it was brutally hard. And it was the, the thing about it is the thing that made me rage quit this game wasn't the fact that it was it was hard. I mean, I, I was young back then. I was I was a teenager. I could I still had the reflexes to be able to handle all of the runs and jumps and the precision precision timing of being able to hit the platforms and all that. And hitting the enemies, but there was one part at the very end of the game where you had to there, I you had to go through a stage, and from beginning to end, you would go over and over 
uh, that stage, I I had a feeling that there was a particular order that you had to go through that stage for you to be able to go to for you to be able to finish it. But those that was the era of no internet. The internet hadn't been discovered yet, developed, discovered, and. As a kid, I must have gone through that stage uh, a dozen times, and I was never able to get past it. So I never finished the game. I rage quit it, thinking this game is broken. There's somebody must have misprogrammed it. Somebody must have not programmed an ending to it. So I never finished the game. I never got to the ending. And it was decades later when I found out through the internet that there was a particular sequence that you had to go through all the all the. Um, all the corridors of the game for you to be able to get to the final boss. I, I think it was Galvatron, and it was uh, it, it was frustrating to me. So that was my very first rage quit experience, really. I, I, it was the, uh, it was the Decepticon symbol, actually. He, oh, there you go. It was a Decepticon symbol. <laughs> that will show times. you that I never got to the very end of the game because <laughs> because of the fact that it was severely frustrating, and there was no way for me to find out this particular sequence. That I have to go through in the corridors for me to be able to get to the end of it. So that was my rage quit experience. That's sad. Sad to say, I never finished the game, and I don't have the, I don't have the, uh, what you call the the reflexes to be able to go through it anymore. It's all right. So that's an example. Anybody else want to toss their hats in? So let me, uh, so let me piggyback on what Sir Joey mentioned about this freaking game, this uh, this shitty game. So to give a little bit more context, so watch uh, your controlling. I'm assuming is Ultra Magnus. Ain't no way this is Optimus Prime. No, Despite that's the title of the game says otherwise. Uh, Convoy is, ja- is the Japanese name for uh, Optimus Prime. Uh, that's what they call him, Convoy. Mm. So it's basically mystery of Optimus Prime. And if you're going to if you're going to look at the sprite, it doesn't look like Prime. It looks like Ultra Magnus. And as far as the game design goes, uh, so you're this big, uh, big raging robot, right? And your uh, your bullets cannot go through the obstacles. No, they cannot. Mm. But the flying, uh, the flying bullets, the flying jets, and the other enemies can pass right through the, those obstacles, but your oh. bullets can't. Exactly. Yes. And- <laughs> Um, you are allowed to transform into your semi truck, yes, but depending on the situation, depending on the platform, and uh, sometimes uh, you, uh, when you plan to stop, you kind of slide forward, like slide forward, slide backward. So ah. one one particular hit can either uh, can either push you to your doom. I forgot that well, that one part of the uh, that one part. Uh, John Hand uh, didn't mention it properly. The fact that you did not have precision precision control over Ultra Magnus's movements, you could. It was a little floaty, I guess. That's the right term for it, Dan. Right? When your yeah. when your character seems to not stop at a dime. Yeah, it, 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 it looks like it's, it's, it's inertia doesn't look exactly on point. Does it? Exactly. Yes, the, the inertia doesn't allow you to stop on a dime. Lots and of NES games are like that. Platform yes, NES games are like that. Floaty control, floaty inertia. You just felt like, oh my god, I better stop right here, and he just keeps going for a moment, and it causes deaths galore. I mean, I, well, well, the, well the it makes sense because you're in space. True, and, very uh, true, very true. Super, they they actually, yeah. t- he actually, I saw it. It actually to a ship. 
Mm. If, if yeah. it's uh, not, not look at it now, it's flying. But uh, it's a new game for me, so I might as well check this out. You were about to say something, Dan. No, uh, just from the video, I've, I've never played or, or seen this before, but from the video, I've noticed that you've got a very small arc of fire. Um, yes. So um, I can imagine all the, com- the combination of the dodgy inertia and the small arc of fire. Um, it can be a bit, a bit, yeah, uh, uh, you know what? when you're trying to kill enemies. Sorry, it took Joey, me a while it. to realize that was Bruticus. Was it Bruticus? Uh, I'm not in the uh, video. Uh, Uh, in the video earlier was uh, so the so that uh, the big boss earlier was brutal. Mm, <laughs> took yes, me a while. For those of you who are him. into the G1 uh, G1 G2 Transformers, a lot of the a lot of the G1 and G2 Transformers show up like Ratbat, Megatron, Bruticus, um, Ultramagus himself. Those pop up and uh, the Seekers like like uh, Starstream do show up as regular enemies or just the generic Transformers. So. It's hard as hard as nails. The the mechanics are frustrating, and of course the, that final maze thing really got me. So I rage quit it. I didn't throw my controller against the wall, but it really uh, it was a really frustrating experience for me. Um, I think there's a uh, secret cheat code for this, so you can mm. continue the game multiple times. Nah, I think there was, yeah, and and it was. Again, during the time that there was no internet for for me back in the late '80s, I think it was it was something like you just learned in the playground. Hey, this is what you do, you know. Not not playground or you know during recess time with all your friends. You guys would get to talking, and this would be some some people would talk about the game. It would be lucky if you would find somebody who had that information and you would implement that in the game. And hey, it worked, or you know. Some people might say, "No, that that doesn't work. You're just, you know, you're just yanking my chain." <laughs> you'd, you'd be lucky if someone actually placed this as well, because this game looks a bit uh, too rare for me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Mystery of Convoy again never got ported into the U.S. version. I guess uh, the, the 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 designers. Well, actually, Nintendo might have thought it might be a little too hard for. For people stateside or in the UK, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure if Dan is familiar with this one either. So, uh, that's my rage quit. St- that's my. That's the very first rage quit story that I can relate to everybody. Um, uh, let's let's have uh, let's have the newbie this time. Pause it. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Pause right, it. Looks like, looks, like, looks like the bottle is pointed at me. Yes, the bottle. We spun the bottle, and you know, I stopped it, pointing straight at you. Tell us your experience <laughs> of rage quitting. Oh man, I have so many. I couldn't. I lost count. To be <laughs> oh, but, honest. But first things first, though. Uh, if Pausen can read a couple of the stories, a uh, 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 couple of the responses in the chats, it would be of most course. Uh, most, uh, most appreciated. I uh, the last time I checked on on chat, mm-hmm. uh, Ekoi Boholano. Mm-hmm. Says my first rage quit was Ninja Gaiden. Oh, and good choice. The second one was Circus from Famicom. Was that the mm-hmm. little guy, the pixelated circus guy, the one that no. uh, Derek? Rick is Charlie. Okay. Is oh no 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 no! That was. I wonder what level he rage quit from that game. Who? All of it. Eric? <laughs> no, the trapeze. No, no. Um, uh, it's either the trapeze or the um, or the or the horse. 
I, I would have said the I would have said the the high wire where the monkey would run up at you and you know uh, and the 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 tightrope rope stage yeah it's not so bad yeah I don't like the I don't like the horse part or oh, maybe the horse, yeah or maybe the boss or maybe the, the horse balancing. part you can, actually it took me a while to realize that you can slow the horse down yeah I, that's down, the one I hate part. Slow. Run fast and slow at the same time. You have to hold the button while jumping. I did. I did. I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tazed, continue with this story. Let's see which one your which one jumps to mind right away. Uh, but I just want to point out as well, uh, Sir Raymond's choice of uh, game was Pepsi Man. Never actually Pepsi saw Man. him. Oh, yeah. Pepsi you know, Man. And the last and the last thing that I want to bring up bring up as well is a. Uh, it's a new game called Getting Over It. It's about a oh, guy no, getting, getting over it. Yeah. I've That's seen the so that... many. I've seen so many people through their damn or their mouth. Oh. They're getting over it. Control. Yeah, getting over, over it. Imagine yeah, that, getting. That game was designed specifically to make your age quit. Exactly. I think. <laughs> Imagine getting the climb up and falling down and doing it all over. Yeah. Getting no, but over you're, it. <laughs> actually, you're just gonna have to use your mouse to go up. Go up. And go up until you reach to the space. It just, you know, the, I the, the first thing my gamer brains uh, popped. Uh, the the first question that popped in my gamer brain when I saw that game, uh, getting over it by Bennett Foddy, was why the heck is that guy stuck in a in a cauldron? I'm not really sure. Not really sure though. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't actually the, ask that meaning. question. Yeah, the lower half of his body is inside of a cauldron. He's got this hammer. That he's using to be able to get over there. all these obstacles. Like, wow, okay, he just, you know, just jumped into the lake right there. And that's definitely gonna kill you. Okay. <laughs> I think he was born with that pot. What? How does he how does he defecate? How does he you know <laughs> Well he defecates until the pot is full and it flows and fills up. <laughs> I guess that's how it works. Or maybe the all turns upside down or something. <laughs> Let me, let me, he turns upside down. That that could be a possibility. Oh we'll never gosh. know. One Five. of the mysteries in life, the pot Five. guy gets stuck. It's one of life's little mysteries. All right, Sir Pauzen, pa is that yeah. the is that the um, game that first pops in your head? No, uh, those are just one. I read that. I read that on the comment. And ah, I, I see. I, I see. Really, okay. I just want to bring that up. But for me, I got so many. I just want to. I just want to let. I'm sorry. There's dogs barking all of a sudden. I just want to let fine. out. I just want to say something to myself. Uh, yes, I love video games, but nice. I have a very bad temper. It come. It runs in the family. We get pissed off in very little. Can we swear in this or this is my? Yeah. Yes. Well. Yeah. Yes. Uh, sure. Right now. Oh yeah. yeah I, just, I just said this yeah, synopsis and I should. To hell with the family shit. friendly show. Yeah, we already <laughs> all heard that. Nah. Yeah. Right yeah. now, uh, we're we're getting special dispensation. We're asking special permission from the audience because. Generally, we're a yeah. family-friendly show, but as of because it's specific it's to this topic, that it's yeah, rage we, rage. we are turning the the obscenity filter off. Go ahead, pause it. All right, where was I? I uh, in a, in the family, we we have a uh, it runs in the family. We have a very bad temper, especially especially over little shit. It really pisses off, especially me. I'm gonna rank my time. From uh, from the worst rage, I got so many things. I got so many Phantom Pain, Metal Gear Solid, from Silent Hill, Silent Hills, freaking puzzle games, puzzle 
uh, poetries that you have to solve in Resident Evil. We, I got so many, but I gotta I gotta put on the one of my top top threes at least so far that I can remember. Number one. All right, let's have it. The third, the third, the third, uh, the third rage quit that I have was just recent. It was none other than for me, Hitman, Hit Hitman Two: Silent Assassin. That game is broke, broken as fuck. I swear. <laughs> no, legit. Uh, the first time I played it, it was cracked. It was pirated. I had my dad have it installed in a, uh, from uh, from our neighbor, so I had to. Uh, so I had to install. That game's broken because uh, the game scenes don't have any audio around that time. But I just want to, but I just want to bring out the latest time that I rage quit. Uh, this is literally just recent, recent. A few weeks ago, I streamed Hitman to Silent Assassin. Uh, I just want to share it on my screen. First time that I really get. All right, we can do that. Actually, I want to showcase my my stream as well when when I. Oh got sure, it. sure, sure. This is from uh, this is from the motorcade interception. This is a mission called motorcade interception. Hold on. How do you share this? I'm sorry. Uh, go to this. Um, go to go to percent. Uh, so there's ah, really... here we go. Here we go. Yeah. I, so I, I the swap is down there. So percent. And then uh, do you want to share the audio or just the, uh, or just the video? No, just, just the video. Just the video should be fine. I'm cursing a lot on right. this this part. This is my re this is my recent uh, Hitman stream. So th this is called the uh, motorcade interception. Uh, what what he needs to do? What he needs to do? Agent Forty Seven needs uh, need, needs to snipe a moving vehicle. I don't know if anyone played this, but this is one of the hardest, or probably the hardest missions in uh, Silent Assassin. Uh, adding. Adding the game's uh, stupid mechanics, where you see you see a lot of people there, the uh, orange orange moving uh, cursor. Now the game here, the the enemies here, the civilians are all eagle eye. They can see you a mile away. Even if you even you even you just accidentally flick your gun, they will all be alerted, and everybody's gonna be on your ass. I swear to God, I've I've con I've uh, continued this game for like more than a hundred. I'm I'm counting on it uh, around this uh, around this stream. Now, in this particular section, I'm hiding uh, towards the guard. So I've been doing this like fifty times now. <laughs> I'm uh, I have a I have a big gun. It's a anti anti vehicle gun that I need to use in order to finish the mission. My goal here is get on top of the mo the what what do you call the Muslim building? The mosque. Uh, the mosque. Yeah, uh, so that building. It's it's far ahead. It's it's far ahead from this map, but I need to get on top of that. My okay. challenge. My challenge here was uh, getting past through it without. The guards detecting detecting it. I'm not able. I'm I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to disguise as an enemy because if they saw me with that type of gun, they're still gonna arrest or kill me. They don't arrest people here. <laughs> they kill you instantly. <laughs> so wow. uh, I'm I'm trying my best not. I'm trying my best to time my movements, mm -hmm. and I've done this so many freaking times. Uh, I just I, I just want to skip to the part that I really rage quit on this. Go ahead. It, it, it's hard it's hard here so i'm so i managed so i managed to get on top i decided i decided to go to a different building because i can't i really can't get on top <laughs> this this place this is the part where i need to go this this building right here now there are uh, now there are arabians uh doing prayers okay uh, once you get on top you'll see in the middle part 
there are Arabians praying. Yes. When, when I get to the land, I thought you you can't be spotted at this point. Yeah, you, you see them. They're they're praying, playing, at uh, praying. Look at them. They turned <laughs> their backs down, and they all of a sudden found out that I was uh, behind them. They were praying like like I swear to God, they were all behind me. All of a sudden, when I when my head showed up, they instantly wrecked me. Uh, Man, that <laughs> sounds that game sounds broken like crazy. I've it's never like they have seen the back of their heads. Yeah. yeah. You, see, you, see you will you really see? get rage around this one. I'm, I'm, I am. I'm already cursing. I'm, 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 I'm threatening people. I'm gonna kill someone if I didn't do this. If I <laughs> finish this game, I swear. I, everything that I do, everything, everything that I do, everybody, every, I, I, I get detected all the time. So uh, we're gonna skip through that. So this is the time that I decided to do it in a different building. Mm, okay. Uh, much more closer. Okay. So here, here's the most annoying part where I rage. So, uh, and the most, uh, and the most hardest part in this game is that you only can save two times. So you can't. Oh yeah. So you, you can't save once you use the first one. You ha- you have to find a place where you can decide where, where where you can restart again. So I decided in this building. So I'm trying to hide towards the uh, soldiers uh-huh. because they they really have one heck of a freaking eagle eye. Mm. One pop, one, pop, one 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 pop of my head and with the gun and they're going all out on my ass. I swear. Uh, so the motorcade mission. This is the this is what I'm uh, getting pissed off so pissed off about. Okay. Uh, look at here. Look look at this. Look at that. What? Every time. <laughs> Every time I put down the sniper rifle, I swear, look, it bounces like a fucking, it bounces like a freaking basketball. I'm already, I'm already pissed off. I'm pissed off at that point. Man, that... like twenty Dang. times. Every time I, every time I drop the sniper rifle, it bounces off. How freaking broken this? Okay. I'm yeah, it, it sounds like the game down. is. It's it's all. It almost sounds like the game is a Bennett Foddy game where it's made to make. It's made to. Piss you off, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really sure if that's their intention or just they didn't look that up. That may, might be a developer's overlook. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, is this okay? So, I know for a fact that in Counter Strike you can uh, you can Throw voluntarily uh, drop your weapon, right? Yeah. Is mm. it supposed to happen? It does. No. No. No, 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 no. Like, no. This so, was, I mean, how it uh, yeah, I mean, uh, points for realism. I mean, uh, people can be uh, can be clumsy, actually, very, very yeah. clumsy, holding their um, holding their holding their guns. No, uh, but did you see the, how uh, that gun bounced when he threw threw it on, well, when he dropped it on the floor? <laughs> yeah, it, it was a bit like, of like, like bounced, it it bounced off of the floor and flew away like a basketball. See, look at that. Look at that. It's almost, it's almost at the edge. It's gonna stay there. Then it bounces off like a freaking basketball. I swear to God. I, I, I'm I always. Uh, did the did the developers ever uh, ever address this? No. No. Yeah. no. Funniest thing is the, the Hitman cared. series is highly regarded. It's very highly regarded. As a great game series for stealth, exactly. for for, for, for tactics and everything, but I guess these little niggling, you know, these little the little issues went through quality control, and they said, "Ah, that's good enough. Just just go ahead." <laughs> they probably were under shipping deadline or something. 
I would be fine about that bouncing thing if that's a grenade, but that's a freaking rifle. That's wow. true, Profile. That's very true. Uh, yeah. I, heard of, uh, I heard of recoil, but this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> very true, very true. My goodness. All right. That's so that's um Paozen's first rage quit story. First Hitman to silent assassin. And it is very much worthy of the rage quit rage quit label. Very true, Paozen. Okay. The, um you said you had a couple though. Now, this is this will be just this will be short and sweet. I just want to detail how much frustrating this game is. All right. Look, Let's look go ahead. Okay. Now, uh, now this is this will be just short and sweet, but the worst thing the worst thing that i can remember from my reach it, it's not on screen it's way way back then when i was a kid okay uh it was uh the second one was a uh, metal uh metal slug metal Everybody slug ah yeah. metal okay. slug. which metal slug In, uh, which version which version i think it was three where uh where tarm tarm and where the two girls are available now uh oh. what part is that metal slug? it started from two x and three yeah uh, Maybe I when, can recognize when did, it. Yeah, when did Theo and the other girl deb, uh, debut? Ari and Theo debuted on the second one. And then the, and the updated one. version of the second one, which is called Metal Slug X. Ah, I see. Uh, they're, they were the also in 3 people. as well. Okay. Well, uh, well, this is one of the first games that I got, that I, not only I rage quit, my, my aunt, uh, my aunt lives in UK and they always do uh, balik buying boxes. Where in the Philippines, uh, one of the one of your relatives brings you a box from. Uh, yeah, it's a care package, basically. Care package, basically. Yeah. So I was, so I have my first PlayStation One at that point, and I was really happy. And I always wanted to have a PlayStation because I got jealous from my neighbors who also had that console. Mm -hmm. So this is one of the first games that I well, not my, one of my first games. My first games was Medieval. Where my mom taught me how to play. My mo my mother was the first person. Uh, my mo mother first oriented me in vid video games. I wouldn't be able to know video games without her. So uh, mm. yeah. you mentioned PlayStation, right, Paul? Huh? You mentioned PlayStation, right? Yes, PlayStation so was. Metal, so that's yeah. Metal Slug X. Yeah, this. I, I, I think this is the game. I think this is the yeah. game. Yeah, I just got so frustrated at this game on uh, how many times I died. I actually. Every time, every time I died, and every time I died, maybe around fifty, I smash my console, like really smash it with with close fists. It's like I'm uh, bang banging it. And one day, it, it it didn't turn on anymore. I think that was about uh, two months of usage. Two months of usage of the play, PlayStation. When I told my father that it got broken, uh, I I blame it on uh, pests that was ravaging around the house. I didn't say that I banged it so hard that it didn't work. It didn't turn on anymore. So uh, they have to buy me a new one. Uh, buy me a new console. My father knows how to talk with my aunts. Bought me another console with it. Ooh, that lie works every time. Oh. Yeah, that lie works every time. <laughs> yeah, something now, unsavory happens around the house. Just blame the pets, you know. <laughs> just blame the pets. Just blame, just blame, blame on something. Just blaming anything that it's that's not you. That's not yeah. You, <laughs> you know, and, console and, gets broken, food yeah. gets stolen. You know, uh, bad air starts to permeate the atmosphere. That's the pets. You know. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> actually, actually, I'm making I'm making I'm I'm making a running joke with my friends whenever mm. I lost in Tekken. 
Okay. Most of the, most of the time, the, that's one of my my most recent rage quits when playing Tekken. It's really frustrating. That's the time when I when my mind when my mind runs into something that's hurting people <laughs> when, okay. when playing that game. Uh, but what I just want to just what I just want to tell one of my worst rage quits, which is my number one. Mm. It involves my cousin. We were we were playing Crash Team Racing. Crash <gasps> Team Racing. Okay. Oh. I swear this uh, this particular this particular moment in my life it embedded in me because uh, it 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 was really bad. Uh, my my aunt was almost at the point doesn't want to talk to me of what I did to my cousin. It was uh, around 2003. It was night. My my aunt had a computer cafe built a computer cafe along with a parlor so the parlor there's a parlor parlor is there and at the side there's a computer shop there were four computers that that they use uh, for customers to play but we my cousin always occupied the first and the second we were playing there non-stop most of the time we were playing uh some co-op games like Counter-Strike and Warcraft. Then we decided deci- decided to play at that very night uh, Crash Team Racing on PC. So we were pl- we were playing. He he's actually very good at this game. I never actually knew the technique on anybody played here Crash Team Racing. I do did. You, know, you did. Do you know what? Do you know the um, movement where they jump? Yeah. They jump and drift. I never knew yes. that. What do you call I, that? Yes, the jump, the jump drift. Can, can we showcase that crash team racing ES1? There was a yeah. trick that I did not knew. I only knew it just recently. One of my friends has the crash team racing remake. Uh, the nitro fuel. The nitro fuel. My cousin never told me there was like that. He always—that's the reason why he always beat me. You see, you see the cart jumping while they turn yes. when they're trying to drift. That's actually making making them much more faster. I never yeah. knew that. So when I they keep loop, drift, look, uh-huh. when they keep on drifting, that that bar on the bottom goes red, and when you press jump again, it will boost the it will boost it will the boost. character's part. Yeah, I never knew that. He never hmm. told me. I asked him. <laughs> I asked him, uh, "How do you play do this that? game?" He he, 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 he never he never bothered telling me the mechanics. All all he said is all he said is just push Selfie. the gas and just turn. That's it. But he never told me about the mechanics. He never told me about these secret, uh, secret pathings in order for you to, uh, in, oh, order yeah. for you, in order for you to be at the be at the finish line much more faster. He never told me that. Shortcuts. Given the fact that I have a very bad temper, I lost like multiple oh. times around that very thing, and I got so pissed off. I, I I'm sorry if I. I'm sorry. This is not me anymore. But I actually spat him in the face, full phlegm. <laughs> oh my actually, god! I actually Goodness. spat him in the face. He spat Goodness me. Goodness gracious, man! And he pan- he punched <laughs> me. I punched him. We rumbled and we destroyed one of the computers. We toppled over a computer. He got really pissed off. We were crying. We were screaming. And my auntie was shocked that I spat oh my, my cousin in the face, <laughs> punch him in the face because of that. Because of the because of the rage quit uh, scenario. Well, the pertinent question now is that how is your relationship with your cousin now? Uh, we never talk anymore. Well, not, <laughs> we never talk anymore. We were, we were we were best friends, but we never talk just because of that. What happened? So uh, he went away in U.S. 
very long time and we never ah, had a okay so Pausen didn't just rage quit the game he rage quit the relationship too always <laughs> <laughs> wait to the us because of what happened yeah <laughs> right see <laughs> no, I, 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 I agree with Bowzen. i played this game and uh, if you play the campaign no matter how if you're leading no matter how far you are from uh, Competitor, you have uh, on this race, it's still gonna catch up on you. So I think gonna call rubber band physics, right? See, where the game is really unfair. Even even the remake is still difficult. It's still the same. If, yeah, if you still played the same. original, it, it's. I, I agree. Really yeah, good. I think Seabird. That's called rubber band physics in racing games, where no matter how far ahead you are, far the ahead, AI exactly. is going to catch up to you. So, it's frustrating if you're really thinking you're, you're about to cross the finish line and someone else catches up on you and, and that's one of the frustrating yeah so, that's one thing that definitely one thing that you would feel like rage quitting over you feel like the computer is cheating on you like the ai is cheating right <laughs> no the computer is cheating on you. <laughs> oh yeah well now, now uh, well excellent excellent inputs pause and that's i can i that those are great stories and definitely uh, I'm, I'm imagining that a lot of people in the chats are able to relate. Let's have, um, uh, yeah, let's have thank Joe. You, thank you. Yeah, let's have Joe read through a couple of the comments on on chats uh, to see if people are can relate to what Pao Zen just went through. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, just so a few a few comments in regarding with Pao Zen's uh, games, uh, specifically with uh, with the. Um, what, uh, what do you call that? Um, Hitman, mm. of course. And then there are a few comments in regarding with Crash Team Racing. Says here, card games are always the friendship destroyers, according to <laughs> Rich World, Karius Jensen, and um. In particular, from Richwell Carlius Jensen, who says, Wow, this game is so ahead of its time, it breaks the law of logic. Yeah, he, that's definitely pointing to the Hitman game. I wouldn't be surprised, right, Joe? And of course, the safest alibi, like, <laughs> according to Romel Core Gundam plays. Part of Pinoy Retro Gaming, if you guys want to ask about Gundam, aside if Joe is, uh, is a little busy if, uh, at the moment, uh, to fill you in on Gundam lore, Romel Benzilio of Gundam, Core Gundam Plays, is the guy to talk to to ask about Gundam uh, lore. All right. Ed, Did someone Ed say Sir Carlos has playing 12 hours a day playing TTR. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, you were saying, Sir Pao? Did, did did someone say kart games are friendship destroyers? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then let's not play Mario Kart anymore, please. No, Mario yeah. Kart, yeah. I'm oh, come on, that please. That's a really annoying one, especially <laughs> Mario Kart 64. Oh, okay. <laughs> I really hate I mean, that so much. The, the, the blue shell thing and everything. All right. But first things first, though, um, I want to find out about Dan's experiences with rage quitting. Our resident Sega expert, I'm absolutely sure he's got a lot of stories to tell. But what rage quit moment jumps out, uh, especially when when we're talking about rage quit, Dan? When we're, when we're talking about that one moment where you just felt like... Uh, whoever programmed this must have had a personal vendetta against me. Tell us your story, Dad. Well, Dan Rage Quit Faulkner. Well, I've got three. Mm, go ahead. Uh, and I would dare say, if I ask you to guess the first one, you'll guess it. Okay, go ahead. Now, let's see. Um, 
Shotgun. Don't tell me, Shotgun. 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 Okay, there you go. <laughs> Without I hate that. So obviously, Chakan's a, a 1992 Sega Mega Drive game, and it's an action platformer. And it's 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 a bad game, but it's got good qualities. And we discussed it the other week. Um, oh. It's got a fantastic atmosphere, fantastic story about an un, a, a, a fantastic martial artist who becomes undead through a deal that he makes with death. Uh, and it's a really alluring game for me. It's uh, one of these that it gets the story and the uh, atmosphere right. I really want to play it. But the platforming in this game is an absolute bastard. It is. It is so. You have to be so accurate um, with each game that it's that it's. You, 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 I just stressed. I, I had it here before uh, I played Shakan, and uh, after Shakan, I had no ear left. This is how I, I ripped it out from playing. Um, and I can't. I, I tell you, I can't pinpoint one specific frustrating bit because it's all frustrating it really really is and it's um it's a, it's a game that because that atmosphere is so good i really really wanted to love it i really tried to get into it but when when like nearly every time i play it i'd rip my controller out nearly every time it was just uh, uh, an absolute you know evil game really an evil game and the, and the worst thing about it is the levels, I won't say the levels are long, long, but but the sizable enough so you have to invest a bit of time. Mm-hmm. And if you die very near the end, you start right back at the beginning. So it is like, it, it's a proper, it's a proper up yours, fuck off, do one. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's old school hard, except turn to 11. Exactly, exactly. And I'm, I'm all right with games that, that are hard um, if they're not skanky. Now, this has got a good, good, Mechanics. There's no nothing mechanically wrong with it, um, but you just have to be on point with on point. everything. And and if you if you're not on point, if you're on point, if it gives you say 20 jumps to do, and you're on mm-hmm. point with 19, and you fail at that last one, you have to do all the fucking 19 again. Again, <laughs> it's a bit stressful. I can I I can definitely imagine your uh, how you feel towards this game. I I I, I can compare this most probably to the Dark Souls series. Dark Souls from Bloodborne, from Sekiro. Because that game, uh, the way you mentioned it, Sir Dan, that game is built for precision. Precision and focus. Total focus. You will die many times and once you die, you do do it all over again. I think that's the uh, that, that's a comparison or similarity that I can bring up towards this game. So I can, I can really imagine it. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, it's a great, it's a great comparison, mate. It is, I, I think this will be one of the games that Dark Souls was semi-influenced. Um, but the big difference between Dark Souls, I love Dark Souls, um, and but the big difference between that series and this series is that Dark Souls you get your bonfires, so you can break, oh, yeah. down, you can break down your um, uh, tough sections into smaller bite-sized sections. Whereas with, with Chakan, there's none of those bonfires. You literally have to go through a, a big section and not not die at all. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's bastard. <laughs> it's a bastard. So that's that's my first one anyway. All right, there you go. Now let's let's have your let's have your other uh, let's have your other rage good games, Dad. So there's two more. The second one now, Chakan. I still quite like. It's got redeeming qualities. This game, I fucking hate with a passion, an absolute passion, and that is Super Empire Strikes Back on the Super Nintendo. Super Empire Strikes Back. All right, my goodness. Okay. This game. Tell so, Tell us why. Well, it's a 1993 game, so uh, it, um, and it, you know it's, it's old school again. 
uh, and it's another action platformer. Um, but I don't know if you've ever played any of the Super Star Wars trilogy on the Super Nintendo, but they've all got really bad movement. Your, your, your character is like a feather. If anything pushes him, if a little bat pushes him, it, it will move him all over the place. Yeah. So yeah. you literally, you know, it's very, you know, slippy sliding. And the first like four or five levels, can't remember exactly, but they're all, as you can see here, they're all snow level. So there's a slight element of moving about and sliding anyway. Uh, and it's just, it is just brutal with, it is an unfair game, this one. This is, whereas Chakan's a fair game, but you have to do everything right. This one's an unfair game where between the um, player lightness and getting pushed all over uh, and between the enemy setup and the level setup, it's just bullshit. It's just bullshit. And uh, and I've yeah, I've, I've raised quit this in a few times. This this is one that I, I really, a lot of people like it because it's got a lot of Star Wars connection. And every time I read people say that they, they like it, I'm thinking you, you, you're either playing with cheats or you're using codes to skip levels. Because to play, to play it um, normally is just a pain in the arse. It really is. Although, although having said that, the bosses are really easy. So... <laughs> So it's a bit of a contradiction, but no, this is this is a, a game that um, that I I just don't like. Just don't like this one. Well, people probably like the game, you know, because of the fact that you're swinging on a lightsaber. Not like in the very first Super Super Star Wars on Super NES. You started with a blaster, and that was fine. But I, I, in my case, any game where you get to swing a lightsaber around is still top notch for me, and I feel like that might be what what a lot of people are liking too. <laughs> Agreed, mate. No, I, I, that's exactly what I think. And it's got it's got fantastic visuals. It's mm. got it's got f absolutely fantastic sound. Yes. So, so you, you get that Star Wars connection, um, but it's it's just uh, it's a messy. I'd call it a messy game. Mm. It a very messy game. It's uh, it's, I, a Sega I, game. it's very floaty still. You know the <laughs> the movement, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, and, and, and as you watch it, he's on his tonton, so when he's on his tonton, he's not tonton. On tonton, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but when he's uh, when he's when he is um, he's on his feet and he's getting pushed about. Is like, that supposed to, to be Han Solo or He Man? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. He looks like someone who races in swords and shouts, I have the power! It is. Alright, so that's game number two for Dan. Let's find out what his next game is. Now, the third one, we've we have we've mentioned this one before. Now, this is not like the other two. This is a brilliant game. This okay. is a game I've raged quit many times. It took me a long time to finish it, but it's a fantastic game. And I highly advise everybody to try. You will get years of play out of this. It's brilliant. But that's the Immortal. On the, on, I played it on the Sega Mega Drive again. Oh, yeah, the Immortal. Ah, that, that, that fuck, game is brutal. Fuck that game. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, obviously this, this one's a, the Immortal's a, an isometric action-adventure game. Uh, and your, your deaths aren't as reliant on skill as they are and planning and trial and error. Um, I remember that's one of the 24 games you asked me to play. Yes. Did we get there? I don't think we got to that one, did we? Did, did we, we did. And yeah, I I kept on dying only on the first on the first room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, and I think I, I would say I think this has got the hardest first room in any game. I think I think 
97 people will die uh, within a few steps without realizing what's gone off in this game so um, was there a so premise or show or an intro <clears throat> what are you gonna do? Yeah, mate. So basically, you yeah yeah you're um it's an isometric action adventure game. You've been um you've been summoned to a dungeon by your uh, mentor who's who's supposedly trapped in. Uh, but then the story unravels from there to reveal a lot more to the story, really. Um, like but it's just a lot of very um, previous, I say, puzzles. What's he doing? He's is he saving? Is that how you save in the game? Like yeah, the nice thing about the immortal though is that the storyline does take a few twists and turns, right, Dan? And yeah. and the, the 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 whole thing, the whole you go for it for the storyline, but the mechanics are a little janky because of the fact that it's an isometric point of view. Yeah. Um, you're looking at it from top from the top of the screen, about three quarters down, and the puzzles are pretty. Like Dan says, they're pretty devious. There's moments Ooh. where you make a mistake and um I, I, I guess for lack of a better term a sandworm just pops up out of out of the ground and eats you whole right then <laughs> yeah, no exactly mate. this is one of those games um that you can you can make it th um, three stages into the game and a decision that you made in the first stage um will come back to bite you in the arse yes so, so, so you can pick up i'll just give you one example um there's a bottle of water and it <clears> restores your health most most people in um most games right water replenish my health of course you drink it you're gonna get more bottles of yes. that's the only bottle of water you actually get and you need that to revive a certain character and if you don't do that it's game over but you don't meet that certain character until about another 30 40 minutes into the game so it's it's a very very punishing game like that and that's just one when, when, I, you know, when I first got to that character i'm like i've not got i, I, I drunk that of water 40 minutes ago mate i can't can't save you now and then it was well it's tough shit. game over now ah! <laughs> pretty much yeah my goodness yeah. for those of you who are uh who want like like Zen did say uh, dark souls this dark souls uh games of modern times probably got a lot of their inspirations from from retro games think retro. games like this one uh like chakan the forever man the immortal you know the brutal unforgiving type of games I wouldn't be surprised if the Dark Souls series, the Dark Souls saga, actually got a lot of inspiration from these kinds of games. Well, it's funny you should mention that, mate, because on the intro of this, um, and it, oh no, sorry, not on the intro, on the outro, sorry, ah. on the outro, there is actually a bit where they use the term "prepare to die," which is obviously yeah, yeah. A, dark, a Dark Souls um, um, staple slogan. You know, you die. Yeah. So I think you're very right, mate. I think this, um, I think, is is, is definitely a, a big influence on on the lights of the Soul series. Uh, but I, but it is brilliant. It is a, when you suss the puzzles out, it, they're really satisfying, really satisfying. And um, the, the 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 way that they all, when you know, when it, when you seamlessly play through it, when once you you've got the hang of it, it's just you know, I say it, it, it's a very rewarding game. An extreme yeah. rewarding game. So this is one that the other two games I'd say I won't bother playing. The Immortal, I'd say if you fancy a challenge, play this and play it play it without a guide. Don't play it with a guide, because when you when you do it without a guide and you actually overcome something, it, it just feels fantastic. Yeah. Mm, there you go. Excellent, excellent. All right, so um those are Dan's selections, excellent choices <laughs> all. And 
agree. Uh, when uh, when it comes to how frustrating they can be, they certainly are top notch. Good choices, Dan. Okay. All right. Um, Amazing game. I would like uh, Miss Charlene to say hi to everybody in the chats first before we go to Seabird's uh, stories about which games he found most frustrating. Miss Charlene, if you can, uh, if you please. Okay. So most likely that we can see here is a uh, Pepsi Man. <laughs> Pepsi Man, we already know what Pepsi Man is. All right, so here in the chat here, Star Wars, here yeah. by Sir Carlo. Mm -hmm. It was mentioned here. And Dark Souls got nothing on this POS, says Sir Carlo. Uh, Rich Weld said, What's POS? Uh, I have what no idea POS, mean? POS means. Point of sale. Point of, oh, point of sale. Okay. <laughs> and Ritual say that the, that game is full of cheap depths. <laughs> See, I don't know. I don't know. The thing is with Immortal, I get where it's coming from, and there are cheap depths in it, but you, it trains your brain into a way of thinking. So, mm. so yeah. once you once it's like Dark Souls. You know, when most people play Dark Souls, they're used to playing combat games where it's easy to destroy something and they have to adapt to a different mentality and the, the immortal is the same you have to yeah. think think first before acting so when you get into the habit it's, it's not as cheap it is they are cheap deaths but it's not as cheap but hang on. Mm, that's true so we got uh the lonely nixie here speaking yeah. of the rage quitting have you heard of the et game yes. it was considered as the worst game of all time and the cost of the video game crash. I think I heard that game before. There's no sense. Yeah, I heard that game before. Et. Yeah, we actually interviewed the creator of Et, Howard Scott Warshaw, and yep, Sir Joel. Yes, one of our special guests in the past year. If you guys want to check out the archives, we had a special episode where we invited Mr. Howard Scott Warshaw to tell us all about his uh, experience of programming uh, the game E.T. and his other his other masterpiece, Yars Revenge. And it was a great episode. If you guys want to check out the archives of Timeless Gamer, you can check it out at Timeless Gamer PRG on our YouTube channel. And you can see how we conducted the interview with Mr. Warshaw. He is an amazing person, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. And he's got um, a book out right now. If you guys want to check out the the story of uh, of Howard Scott Warshaw, it's Once Upon Atari by Howard Scott Warshaw. Check it out. You can um, uh, you can check out his 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 book on Amazon and his website onceuponatari.com if I remember correctly. One of the nicest guys you'll you'll meet. He, he's got he's got a book out. Great um, Christmas gift for the upcoming for the upcoming season. And this book tells a great story. He's he's also a great speaker. If you guys want to check him out, his his website Once Upon Atari, and uh, check out our interview with him at Timeless Gamer PRG. All right. So okay. that was so that as was far as ET goes, guys, he can never get tired apologizing for ET. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every single time. So it he, is. He, uh, he, he, he basically owns it now. I mean, like, uh, for every frustration, for every enrage uh, uh, quit, sure, uh, he understands it quite well. He only made the game under the worst circumstances. Hey, it was, uh, it was Atari. Uh, it was it was the seventies. It was the late. Uh, it was the early eighties, guys. Uh, so, you know, uh, I think uh, uh, and right, the limitations of the technology at the time. So yeah, let's give him some slack. It was a game made in six weeks, if I remember correctly, right? Joe? Within six weeks, guys. I mean, what can you do? 
Mm-hmm. All right. Now with anyway. that, I would like to pass the mic over to Siebert. Siebert, I like hear your stories about rage quitting games. I know it's going to be horror centric this time, right? Uh, in a way, yes. Yeah. Because uh, okay. I, I actually wanted to comment on that game with uh, what Miss Lonely Nixie. Oh, go ahead. Just, uh, just mentioned because uh, I actually played that game. I used to have an Atari back in the days, but it's just, it's one of those games that because uh, when you say rage quit. You're actually uh, playing a game you like that you quit it on. Yes. Unfortunately, depending if, if it's it's uh, if it's the platforming issues or, or mm. uh, but but that game truly had no sense. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not something you can rage quit on, but uh, it's it's a total trash. I apologize that guy. Yeah. Like that, but it, it was a trash. Um. Anyway, I think we should I, showcase I, the gameplay of that. ET game. Yeah, it had no sense. We can we can do that a little later then. What what, right. what, what game is this? <laughs> yeah, the uh, they emulated ET e. on screen, but it the gameplay it had no sense. Oh, ET. Uh, you you had no point of what what you're going to do what on the screen. Hell? Just what move around up and down. <laughs> and uh, I was frankly, one of those people who actually dumped it. <laughs> frankly, it's just there. <laughs> Actually, uh, we uh, we did play uh, uh, to prepare for the Howard Scott Warshow episode. I did try to play ET, and and you failed. I, I, at first, I tried to play it blind, you know, without going through any walkthroughs and anything. And yeah, it, t- it only took me five minutes, and I said, "Oh, fuck this! I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a walkthrough." <laughs> okay, so so it's my turn because uh, th- there. There's a lot to mention because uh, so I, I just wanted to pick, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Because I, I just well. wanted to pick the genre, so I'll just mention a genre. Because uh, one of those games that I I tried to like, uh, there's your E. So you're just going left and right. So that's it, the it game. It looks like a fetus. It didn't have any sense. <laughs> exactly. Like so, a goddamn fetus. Well, apparently the point of the game is you're supposed to look for uh, different. Parts of his ship, or or something like a, communi- a communication device. So it's it's scattered all over the map, and you're supposed to put all of them together. So so you need to collect all of the pieces, and then by and of course avoiding the people who are trying to stop you in getting home, uh, getting back home to your home planet. It's uh, it's confusing if you if you didn't read the manual actually, and. Who reads the manual anyway? Who reads the manual exactly? If, uh, I, th- if, I think I did in Metal, Metal Gear. Was the manual in the CD case? If, if Nintendo released this and called it Pokemon, it sells millions. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The most rare is Pokemon of all Pokemons. <laughs> Have it's you like kept the original though. cartridge of the game? I had it. I no, unfortunately, I dumped it. it we I never. <laughs> Back in the days, we never knew that uh, games now games can now be uh, can be worth. Up, it can go up, go up in value. When we had yeah, games uh, in the days, yeah, we, we never realized that. So yeah, it's I actually kind of frustrating kind of in a way because uh, we had some of the games that shoot up in prices now. And, uh, and uh, if you look at it, it's some of the games that you actually had uh, as a kid. <laughs> So you see that decreasing three. number there at the bottom. So if if that reaches zero, then you're dead. I, oh, so okay. it has it has a time. It, it, it kind of oh. has a time limit. 
I thought it was. I thought you need to consume every number. That's why it's decreasing, or maybe the, the mileage of it, the distance, and where exactly. It, it's is more the of a mileage shit. thing as well. It's like for every step he takes, it decreases. So you really need to be very, uh, very cautious on where you go, and very wise on how you're going to avoid the um, uh, that guy chasing after you. <laughs> All right. So it's my turn, guys. <laughs> so I just want to make this quick because uh, I, I there's a lot to mention, especially the Souls game. The Souls game is easily one of the picks of probably everyone when it comes to rage quitting games. So I don't want to mention that. So I, I just wanted to mention some of the games I have that uh, I'm still um, looking forward into playing. And um, um, Sir Dan is actually a Sega guy and he loves shooter games. So I I really tried my best tried to appreciate shooter games. So I actually have a few. Of oh them. shit! <laughs> I one of those games I sold recently and I I, I don't feel about selling it. It's Art Type Delta. So it's like good riddance to bad rubbish. <laughs> so I actually have one of uh, we we actually talked about this. It's Robo List. Oh. So, Robo-a-less, Robo-a-less, that would, uh, Robo-a-less. Robo-a-less. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, yes. And uh, but but if you play it, I couldn't pass even the first first uh, first stage. But but it's a beautiful. I agree. Uh, <laughs> so I I suck at it. it it's uh, shooter games. It's one of those genres that I I easily reach with. So that that's one of them. So, um, as you probably can tell, see, but I quite, I quite like the Alessa series. <laughs> I see. No, I was going to mention. <laughs> Got that. that on poster. <laughs> Were you able to finish that game? Uh, not, mate. I've only just. I've not long had not Robo Alessa. The thing is, if if uh, I don't know, because uh, everyone's shooting you uh, all at the same time, and you, you're a bullet uh, hell game. Man. Bullet hell. <laughs> exactly. Bullet so, fighter. Well. So I think it's, well, so I think Dan told me there there are more uh, seriously difficult game as this one. I guess already my my, my patience is not uh, made for these types of games. So yeah. the problem with a- games like the, the problem with games like this, um, it's easily you can be easily distracted by smoke, debris, and the miniature explosions that by instinct you would try to avoid them. And then you realize, oh shit! I'm heading straight to an actual bullet. <laughs> exactly. Then you die. My eye perception can't can't percept that. You see, you see I, love the, I love the LS series. I've, I've played well, I've played all of them now. Robo OLS, I've only just got because it's on the CD, and I I, I didn't have that as a younger lad. Um, but. The Alester series itself, I, I think, is fantastic. You really, really, you've got to be into shooters to enjoy it. Um, but I can also see where Sasebo's coming from because, you know, they're not, uh, well, mo- most of them aren't, um, they're not forgiving. Whereas Mush- Musher Alester is probably the, the easiest one. Oh, Musher. Is it? I'd say so. Mush is easy, Mush is easy maybe. Well, I say, I say easy. A few, a few of the later stages and the last boss is a little bit tricky. But mush is generally, you know, most people, I think most people should be able to beat it within a, a, a relative short space of time, Mushu. That's right. By the way, I'm also a Sega guy, so I, I'm, I'm really a big fan of Sega as well. So 
um, I I relate to Dan and his games and his group actually because I've been playing a lot of Sega lately, so I really have a lot of backlogs. So I'm I'm piling up on my collection and actually playing some of them, some of the games that I wasn't able to play back in the day. So great to Sega, and uh, actually. I've been really enjoying watching your posts, mate, of all the games. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I decided to play actually most of the games I had in my collection because uh, it's fun. It, it's it's fun. Some of the games that we played back in the days, I, I'm just um, finishing it now after 30, 30 plus years. <laughs> so, no, let's not ask for our age. But anyway, so one of those games that I really hated uh, on the Genesis... I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with this because I was able to uh, not cheat my way up up, up until to the uh, final boss, and this is one of those games. What is that? Robocop. Terminator. Robocop. Versus Terminator. Wow. So if you play this game, and uh, and because uh, the bad part about this game is that if you get the final boss so um, unfortunately it will take you an hour to actually defeat the final boss so no no kidding aside it's really difficult so it, it's a platformer you just uh, it, it, it's <laughs> there's Schwarzenegger uh, Genesis does look at the Genesis graphics though. true Genesis but it's, it's like a fighting game that's for a more yeah, 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 game. Ah, uh, yeah. Having <laughs> uh, edge graphics right here. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. I mean, who, I who, who, who would, would really <laughs> win? Who would really win? This is the one, of course. This, hey, that's wait a minute. One. That wasn't. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> here we go. There you go. This. On the last part. Ah, the last part. that's the, the, the Robocop then. Yes. <laughs> that's just an intro. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it will take you like uh, if you go to the final boss. It's, it's Sergio, go to the final boss. The rotating this one? head. That that one. Yes. This one? That will take right. you at least. How many it, tries it, you have to kill this one? I, I... No, that's the thing. I I wasn't able to finish it. <laughs> Ouch. So, I, 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 I Kitchen I, I can actually see the how tight the attack of the. Uh, just a quick word. Uh, uh, to, uh, from our sponsors. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I only wish. <laughs> oh, good choice, good choice, Seabird. And um, I think canonically, well, not canonically. Um, in the comic book series, I think um the Terminators, uh, the, the, uh Skynet was actually derived from Robocop's um AI or you know, his programming. So that was he, uh in the comic books he was. He felt like he was responsible for how Skynet developed, and I think that's that's one of the reasons why he went up against it. That's what that's what I remember. I think it was also written by Frank Miller, the guy who wrote The Dark Knight Returns. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I could be wrong on that, Seabird. That's that's good to know, actually. Mm. And um, like, like I mentioned, there's a lot to mention. I have games here that I'm still yet to finish. There's this PS1 game, it's Blasto. So Blasto, yeah, okay. I remember that If you play platforming games on the PS1, one of the problems with, with games back then is the um, platform. From mm. jumping from one platform to another, really difficult for me. And uh, there's this dungeon. Death, Death Trap, Trap Dungeon. Oh, dungeon. I remember that one too. Yeah. <laughs> that I had difficult playing with. 
And one of the games that I was able to finish lately is Nightmare Creatures. So I never played that one. I kept seeing that around, but uh, is that a fighting game? Uh, it, it is. It is uh, not exactly a fighting game. So you're like in the it, it, the setting is like in the I like the uh, med medieval um, uh, era. You're trying to uh, th- there's a story revolving behind it, but yeah. um, mm. if I'm not able to recall. Uh, well, it, it's not exactly finding it. It plays like more like uh, it plays more like uh, like a beat 'em up. Uh, beat 'em up, yes. Okay. Uh, PlayStation One style. So okay. there's this game I wanted to mention that uh, I wish was like yeah. So this game I, I played it like uh, several times. So I've been playing it for years. Okay. So I, I've been playing this for years. I wasn't able to accomplish it. It's a good game. I love playing it. it is. But I was. I, I, no, not not that game. But uh, I'm oh. referring to this game. <laughs> oh. Siren. Okay. Siren. 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 Uh, Siren is a. Uh, now we're getting into Seabird's forte genre. Siren. Then. Exactly. This game. I played that play game this. on the PS3. Yeah, Blood yeah, Siren. That, is it the is it the same? It, the PS3 version is actually a remake of the oh, first game. Oh, it's the same. Siren. Yeah. Okay. I actually. So the problem with this game is um, the the sidejacking is difficult. When you say sidejack, it's it's yeah because uh, you're in this Hanudo Hanuda town because uh, that appeared uh, when the sirens uh, when the siren uh, siren. <laughs> When, when the son of the siren appeared and um, actually uh, your enemies here are shibito Th- those shibito. are uh, uh, are like uh, zombie uh, characters that are enemies of the game mm-hmm. so the problem with the game is that uh, the reason why it's scary at the same time is because um, when you get near a shibito you have that ability to sidejack uh, what, what they see so it's it's a stealth game so you mm-hmm. actually need to know where they're where they're going to, so that you can actually go around them. Yeah. So that it's not like a fighting game. There are certain mechanics that you can use to actually avoid them. So you can use axe, uh, you can shoot them. There's a gun, but the, the whole uh, uh, the whole point of the game is for you to uh, go from point A to point B in a stealth mode. Yes. So this this probably i haven't finished this yet i have to be honest i've been playing this for years ever since i got it i wasn't able to finish it but like sir what what sir pausen just mentioned um the game that i finished is not this one but this one this is the that's the one that's that's, that's the one that i played of course so if 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 you're familiar with new translation that's the japanese release so, but it doesn't matter if it's because uh, this wasn't released in the U.S. So it was only released in the U.K. and and in Japan. So the Japanese version is uh, is titled New Translation, but they're the same thing. So if you have the Japanese version, it's still English, so you don't have to worry. So it's just that the release, the title of the release, that's different. So it's the same. It's the remake. So they just polished the the controls. And in uh, the sidejacking. So, um, good thing about it is the story. Though they they changed the story a bit with regards to the characters. Because uh, in Siren, the character is uh, is Japanese, 
Uh, but in in Siren Blood Corkers, they mixed it with uh, an American. So yeah. the 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 character they might be different because uh, the way the characters were actually used, they they imaged uh, a real person. So you might see the difference, but the storyline in in the gameplay is actually the same. So if you're able to finish this, uh, I, I I salute you guys. But uh, this is really cool. and and uh, I was able to play and understand the game because of this PS3 version. So it's really really uh, difficult, and at the same time, it's really scary. So this is one of the scariest games released on the PS2. You must have, and uh, I really recommend that you try it, guys. Yeah. All right. Excellent choice, Seabird. I I what made you w- want to rage quit uh, this one in particular, uh, Siren Blood Curse? The, is it the difficulty? Is it you know the fact that the, it's? Uh, oh no, the... uh, uh, this one. It, it's the difficulty. Oh, so, the, the PS2, the difficulty. That's why you the, didn't the manage PS2 to finish version, it. Yes, because it's yeah. really hard. Because if if you're because it's it's really scary. I have to be honest. You should guys try to uh, play it at Can least. You try to for, stream for, that. That's right. It's scary at the same time. Not scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, aside from that, because it's it's really hard. The stealth <laughs> mechanics is really hard because you're sidetracking, looking at the views of of the shibito of your enemy. Shibito. So you're trying mm. to uh, steer away from the direction they're going. So uh, it, it's something that's confusing because the game is really dark at the same time. Yeah. So you have no means of knowing where to go. So you just need. Uh, You're, you're just uh, like uh, if you're able to actually avoid a shibito, you're, 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 and, uh, you're guessing. Yeah, another shibito will actually appear. So there are several shibitos on that dark setting of the game that makes the game harder. One and, one of the uh, creepy yeah, one of the creepiest thing that you, that ha- can happen in your on on that particular game is that when you're sidejacking, when sidejacking, your screen turns into split screen. One exactly. vision is yours and the other vision is your, is the monster. The and you're sidejacking uh, different enemies at the same time because uh, near near where you are. So yeah. you can actually well, change sidejacks from different shibitos or enemies. Yeah. When you, sh- so. you sidejack, you, you, you don't know exactly their location and all of a sudden you'll bump into them <laughs> That's the, I got I got a really good gut jump scare at, at the uh, remake I was walking around the hallway and I sidejacked the enemy little did I realize that the that the the Shibiro was walking towards my direction I was just you you're just idle when you're uh, sidejacking exactly And then, <laughs> then you realize they were going in your path all this time, and that's what uh, that's what scared the shit out of me. I swear. It's a fun game. Good thing you played that. I and did. Okay. I did. <laughs> all right. Good choices, Seaver. Good choices, all of them, and worthy additions to potential streaming uh, in the future. Right. <laughs> right, Fazed. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. All right. So. I <clears throat> uh, uh, good suggestions. I would like to uh, hear the lone uh, the, the opinions of the lone flower among the thorns right now, Miss Charlene. Uh, if if you're ready with your inputs as to which games you had the rage quit experience with, I'd like to hear them. <laughs> My rage. Okay, so that would be the first one. Would be Pepsi Man. Mm. Second would be Sonic Spinball. And third would be Street Fighter. 
Well, tell us a little bit about what made you rage quit Pepsi Man. First of all, on uh, Pepsi Man is the obstacles. The obstacles ah, okay. on Pepsi Man, and plus, worst part is the time limit there. There's if you that, can't reach yeah. the, If you mm-hmm. can't reach the time, you're dead. For those of you who are not, who are not familiar, Pepsi Man is a game on PlayStation One. Uh, yes. Whose main character is the embodiment uh, or their mascot of Pepsi, and yeah. apparently he's not—he's not extremely strong. He's not extremely fast. He's just a—he's just basically a human guy in a suit, and yeah. a lot of a lot of crazy obstacles get thrown in his path for him uh, before he can actually reach uh, his goal of getting to a Pepsi machine. So, uh, tell us a little bit more, Miss Charlene, about. How unfair you found the game. Well, the story here about Pepsi Man is just um, well, he's just mission to save people here, um, fight against uh, a lot of obstacles, enemies. Um, all you just have to do is just complete the level. <laughs> that's and that's all. Just avoid obstacles. Uh, just reach the goal. Uh, how that's how the game ended, nonstop. Did it's you a get a Pepsi? <laughs> Did you get a Pepsi when you finished it? Yes, I did. But so far, not that much, cause it's really annoying when I'm playing that game. It's like you're going left and right, left and right, jump and dodge all the obstacles there. The more difficult uh, it gets. It, it looks but, terrible. It looks absolutely yeah. terrible. I have to say. I think. True. I think it, it looks like um, the you know there was that era between when two two D switched to three D. Yes. They're still finding the feet with programming in 3D, and it looks it looks just like that. It looks like they're just trying to find the feet wigs, but it looks very messy. True. So true. This is which is why I didn't finish that game. I, it annoys me so much. <laughs> it rages me a lot. It makes me want to throw the controller out. <laughs> Although it. it has made for many fun moments while watching people stream this game, particularly yes. Mr. Newton <laughs> in the bit of meal chills. It's it's so True. much fun watching people go go nuts trying to try to finish the game. It, I highly recommend it. If you don't like if you don't like frustrations, don't play it. But if you yeah. want a fun time, watch somebody play it. Yeah, I would suggest <laughs> myself that I would watch somebody play it instead of me. It's a really I would really rage that really quick. You actually you requested it. it. You actually requested me to play it. Yeah. <laughs> Also, someone requested me as well to play that, so I tried playing that. And said, "What? How many times did I try um, dodging this obstacle course? Like, oh my god, I want, I'm about to give up now. I really want to, really want to throw this controller on the window. Oh. <laughs> Sample like this one, this controller. Mm, there, yeah, <laughs> makes me want to throw this. All right, so game number two was Sonic Spinball, correct, Miss Charlene? Yes, that's right, Sonic Spinball. Well, so, describe what Sonic Spinball is all about and what makes it so frustrating. First of all, on Sonic Spinball, is that um, going ups and downs? Uh, which platform are you going in to get? You have to kill all the enemies first before getting the emerald. Because each uh, each um, uh, courses um, here in the uh, Sonic Spinball, you have to collect at least three emeralds before you get to the boss level. That's just really annoying. Then once you're once you ha- still haven't beat it, you have to go up again and get get all the emeralds. It's like repeatedly going ups and downs. If you fall off, uh, like from the lava or slime or goo, you will lose. A- you will die. There, something like that. And that's how you're going to have to beat 
Dr. Robotnik uh, while on that game. This is actually a fast <laughs> But it's really annoying. And actually, yeah, it's really good though, but it's really annoying me. I'm going up and down. It's like, argh. It's a pinball going up game and down, though. Like, I love pinball games. Yeah, pinball it is a pinball awesome. game. <laughs> but you need to collect emeralds um, if you wanted to open the gate to defeat Dr. Robotnik. It, it the harder the game gets. It doesn't play quite like a traditional pinball game as well, does it, Charlene? It's, it's a, there's a certain platforming element to it, and that can be a bit, a bit true, confusing at times as well. Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah, that might be that might put a crimp in my gameplay of it then, because me personally, I love pinball type games. I love um, yeah. pinball of the dead. I love uh, what you call this uh, a flip nick on the PS2. Yeah. Um, uh, mm. Peach Ball mm-hmm. on Switch, you know. <laughs> I love pinball <laughs> games. So continue, Miss Charlie. Okay, so this one, Bear, basically, you need to have to collect all the, um, have to open all the gates to the obstacle courses here, um, during while you're spinning <laughs> pinball like that. For example, that just avoid the lava, avoid any enemies that you are dodging against you. There. Most likely, there are basically more shortcuts here to get the emerald. Um, these emeralds over here, yes. Once you grab them, uh, you'll get to the next stage. It will unlock each gate if you uh, if you try to beat an enemy or an obstacle. Uh, that's what, that's what annoys me so much about this game. And once you already finish the game, uh, there. It says there the ending. Sonic beats Doctor Robotnik. So basically, it's just only a loop. But it's, it's those pastime games I normally yeah. when I'm yeah. not doing anything. <laughs> that one. So how many of you actually played this game? So I know basically it's like a pinball game. But for me, it's like a half uh, platform and a pinball game at the same time. Yeah. Have you, have you guys played Devil's Crush? <clears throat> yeah, Devil's I love Devil's Crush. Crush. Devil's Crush? Yeah. Never heard That's of that game yet. It's a pinball game. It's a pinball game. Same, same as what we're looking at right that's probably my favorite. Um, yeah, favorite. I love that game. I'm, I'm looking for a copy. It's really expensive. <laughs> How expensive is it? Uh, now, let me check. But uh, yeah. last time I checked, it's around. But, but it, it, it is. It, it's expensive. Yeah. yeah, there's a modern remake. Uh, I Not not a remake. More like a, uh, more like a <laughs> tribute, I think, Seabird. It's called Demon's Tilt. I'm not sure. Oh, there it is. Dan, Dan showing it off right there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've got, nice I've, one, got all, I've got all my Mega Drive games packed away apart from four, and this is one uh-huh. that I've packed away mm. in a different area. Oh, there you go. Well, although that 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 gameplay that you just showed, uh, Miss Charlene, I'm intrigued yeah. with it. I might actually play that uh, sometime in the near yeah. future. Again, like I said, I love pinball games. You should and- try it. Actually, it's on the Genesis Online. If you guys oh. have actually a Nintendo Switch, you can actually play that. <laughs> You've been cool. selling around a hundred dollars, uh, Dan, uh, is it? on eBay. It is. Yeah, it is. Complete wow. copy. Wow, it's really expensive. Yeah. But by the way, uh, Sonic's Pinball is <laughs> released on the game here as well as the. On yes. The, on the console, Genesis. Nice. So... Yes, but that's a different version of on the Game Gear. Basically, they're more on focus on the Genesis version, so quality is really good. All right. Okay. Uh, mes- a quick message from One Two Three Go Retro. That's <laughs> one the map plus One Two Three Go Retro on Twitch.tv. Addiction mm-hmm. Pinball by Team Seventeen is a great pinball game. Highly recommended. I'll check that out. JDM. JDM is one of the Pinoy Retro game. Uh, yes. Pinoy Retro Gaming. 
uh, members. He is also one of the uh, one of the people that I look to when it comes to the obscure games. One of the connoisseurs of the obscure. And yeah. all right, Miss Charlene, what was the last game that you were mentioning earlier? Street Fighter. <laughs> oh, oh, Street not. Fighter. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't need to offend. offend Which guys. one? Uh, really? I mean, there, there you, are well, a lot. <laughs> You rage one on a game that you can actually beat me. <laughs> well, first of all, some of the boss levels that I hate most is Bison. First of all, Bison. Oh, I and I already know Psycho Crusher. Wee. <laughs> Psycho Crusher. Second one would be um, Blanca, um, doing the super spin, and also Honda as well. E Honda, Sumo. Yeah. That uh, right. Dan right here loves that part when I do the super roll and you counter me with a grab. Not exactly, but most of all, I never dodged it. I love, I love that. I, I, I thought that was uh, it for you lot who don't know. Pow played his misses on Street Fighter and um, it was blank and did an, a, a, an attack roll. And yeah, when I watched it, I thought, right, he's going to floor it, but you would expect that to happen. Somehow. She grabbed him in the middle of the roll, which I've never seen done before, and threw him. And he and look on his face was priceless. So it was it was a very, <laughs> a very moment. I never knew the super roll can be countered with a throw. I didn't, I didn't. Not until yeah. no. So yes, the yeah. the character the character I hate the most there is Sang Sang Chief. Yeah. So, Sang Chief, you do you, you mean the you play, the, the spinning? It, yeah, that, that, that guy. If you use the character, it looks weak. But if you try to compete with it, it's really strong. So, uh, I just want to mention Mr. J uh, Justin Balyao, who's, uh, who's on the comment section right now. Because uh, he's one of those... Uh, um, as Sir Carlo Ray mentioned, he's the shmup uh, uh, guy. He's like... Uh, he is, uh, I've seen him post some of the uh, some of his collection. It's really <laughs> as a huge collection of smart games. Nice. So hello, yeah. shirts. Those are Justin. I've seen I've seen and, his uh, comment here. Uh, yeah, he mentions very text, don't he? He says uh, um, true. What a wall of text. <laughs> One more thing. I still got butthurt handed to me on Greatest Two Arcade. First half of stage eight is so difficult. If you're lacking firepower, then you also have Raiden series. Raiden series. Wow, Snapper that's a, so many a, games. Raiden, and all that good games. Yeah, true. He, he, he says, um, "Where's it here?" Um, from what I remember, Veritex on the Genesis Mega Drive as a final boss was third forty <clears> man practice <throat> while staying put in a safe zone with the right weapon to destroy it. He's got that absolutely spot on. Yeah, yeah. You, just, you, you have to stay in a little tiny zone <coughs> and move around um, very, ends. very slightly to avoid an absolute hail of bullets. So he knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. Justin does. I played a lot of Twin B, by the way. He mentioned something about Twin. B. I played a lot of Twin B back in the day, especially in the Super Family, uh, Family Bomb days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twin B. Which one? Which Twin? Which Twin B do you like? The part one, the part two, or the part three? I'm not sure what part that is. Uh, the part where there's a cloud that you need to shoot that uh, the, the bell changes color. 
Ah, it's the part one. You played the part one the first right. on the Famicom. I played version. a lot of that back in the days. <laughs> anyway, every Twin B has those mechanics. Yeah. Oh, every Twin B. Okay, I just played the first one. Uh, the first one. Yeah. All right. So, uh, excellent inputs, Miss Charlene. And now that the missus has uh, given her inputs, let's see the counters from uh, Sir Pao. Uh, what is uh, Sir Pao's choice as to rage quit games? The games that he found the most frustrating, the most unfair, the most unbalanced, the most uh, unjoyful to play. All right. So before I could give my before I could give my own idea, I would like to mention our lone our lone viewer on YouTube, which is my stu- my current student, a grade five student, Marcos Hello. Rosario. Hello. <laughs> thanks for thanks for joining us on YouTube, but you can join us on Twitch and Facebook as well. Yes. Now, now for me, rage you know. rage quitting only comes in two ways. Mm. One, when you when when you really don't like the game because of everything that's in it or how you play it, and two. If you are trying to achieve something in the game that you have accidentally achieved the first, say for example, say for example, I have this, I have this raging, I have this rage quitting that happened when I played Battle City for the Famicom. Because there was this one, I, there was this one point where I actually reached the final stage 70, and after beating stage 70, it only looked back to stage one for. 13 long years I have tried to repeat the feat over and over again but but failed to do so all because I am very careless when I'm already at full power you know especially when you hit the turbo button you you are you are you are what do you call this you are you will have a possibility of hitting that falcon base right there especially if you're not careful shooting south and especially especially on stages that are totally open almost no obstacles to almost no obstacles to block your to block the path and especially your falcon base. and we all know even though with that 13 lives as shown in our as shown in our screens right now and for those who are listening in, in our audio versions even with the 13 lives one hit on that falcon base and it's all done yeah and and when you're in the very far stage say for example 55 i get to i get to 55 i accidentally hit my falcon base i can only say them i can only say damn it all because I am trying. All because I am trying to re-achieve what I accidentally achieved. So there. I played that okay. a lot back in the days. Yeah, we played almost almost every battle is battle city. Battle but, city if, <laughs> but if there's something that I would like to call my epitome of rage quit, I would say Adventure Island. For three or four times that I tried to stream that freaking game, I got stuck. Which one? One, two, or three? The first Adventure Island. The first one. I got stuck at Area A3 for six hours and still was not able to finish it. M that A3. I ended my stream abruptly after getting frustrated only because of that freaking area 83. The second to the last stage of that freaking game. Yeah. This I one? Only one level away. Is it this one? I think that's 
the next. Oh, no, about this one. Next level. This one. Damn, that's the. Wow. Well, <clears throat> Especially on the last segment, on the area with uh, how many platforms were there? I think that's seven or eight consecutive plat- platforms that keep falling as soon as you step on them. And it gives you less time to respond to a jump to the next platform until you lose your lives over and over and over and over. Oh shit! Yeah. That's not that's not yet the platform part. Wait for it. Watch watch until it reaches the segment segment four. Well, let me ask you something, Sir Paul. Is it unfair though? Is the level design unfair? It's. Quite unfair for someone who cannot type their jumps correctly. Mm. Oh, they're almost there. They're almost there. Ah, that part. That part. That part. That part. And bots are coming as well. Platform. Platform. And more platforms. <laughs> It's like a time loop. <laughs> You're looping. Yes. So I, don't, I don't know if you know, mate, but this is a reskin of the Wonder Boy series. Mm. Yes. Yes. I have. So, <clears throat> that's not that's not exactly known for its uh, either. I have spent more hours in that A3 than any other level of that game. If only I can reach this final stage, I will take that one. Provided I have that weapon, because if I don't, then maybe I'll have another. Maybe I'll have a level to reach with. Did, do you like? Did you like the game itself, mate? Honestly, I still like the game though, and I'm still looking forward to finish it. It's just that I'm a loss for words. <laughs> <laughs> oof. Yeah. Oof. All right. Uh, that was uh, your second game. Was that sir? Was that right, Sir Pao? Or was it your third already? And that's that's actually my only game that I I rage quit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you go. All right, excellent input, everybody. I think uh, we can pretty much generally wrap up the the inputs here. I guess the about the only thing that I can say with regards to the Razorblade <coughs> episode is that the lessons that we've learned with the games that we've encountered, all of these rage quits. Me personally, I can say that um, the thing about uh, games that are frustrating, badly designed, hard, and everything. I learned one thing about them. You you do uh, you learn that giving up more often than not is not the solution. The, the the thing that I learned from games that made me made me rage quit, but afterwards I would stop and think, wait a minute, maybe I can still try it this way, or maybe I can try it that way, or something. That's one thing that I learned about games that made me frustrated. It's the fact that you want to go back to it. You want to give it another try. You want to give it one more go. And it taught me persistence. It taught me tenacity. It taught me how to try to think around corners. I guess that's the main takeaway that I that I got. Also, the the other takeaway that I got was when it got too frustrating. It's perfectly fine to lose the game. You know, you don't have to you don't have to really plunk down so much time on it if you're not enjoying it anymore because you're not getting paid. <laughs> you're not getting paid to play that game unless, of course, you're streaming it and then you're earning yeah. But yeah, uh, rage quitting is fine if it gets too frustrating because we play games to have fun. I mean, what is everybody's take on it? What is everybody's input? Yeah, just, just you know, everybody uh, toss in what they think. Maybe I'll apply. Maybe I'll apply those lessons after finding out how to defeat the first boss in Shinobi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> 
How about you, Dad? Um, yeah, mate. I mean, I, I, I think that it, the, the key thing with rage quitting is break it down into: is it a mechanically bad game, or is it you need to think a different way to conquer it? Like you've just basically alluded, um, like like with the Shinobi boss that Pow Power struggled with. Once he saw it done, it became easy. So it's just training your brain to think: wait a second, if I try this approach or try that approach, you know, how, how far can I get? Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's finding that it's finding your breaking point in it. And um, for me, my breaking point is always when it is just mechanically annoying. Don't waste time on <clears> it, <throat> sweat it off. But a lot of a lot of very good, clever games um, have mastered the art of trolling the player and then making it satisfying to overcome, like the immortal that we spoke about. It's, it's uh, just you just, just got to try it and see how you go. Well, that's it. That's that's basically that's basically our takeaway too. Um, yeah. Yes, Miss Charlene, go ahead. Oh, uh, for me, as I would say, I would just uh, keep practicing. Um, even though I would rage, even though I was new in the game, I will keep training hard to to my best to uh, finish the game. Uh, like Windows obstacles, being the shinobi. Well, there you go. That's. And of course, Seabird. I'd, I'd like to hear what Seabird's input is. Well, you have Google nowadays. Nowadays, yes. <laughs> yeah. If you compare it back <laughs> in the days, we never had Google. We, had, we never had that pleasure of actually uh, checking some of the games. We, we have that option to buy a, a, a magazine mm. that, that will help us progress uh, in a game. But uh, it, it's much easier now because you have lots of resources you can get hold in regards to. Uh, beating a certain game that you're having problems with. I just want to mention this, guys, because uh, Sir Justin Baldiao is on on the uh, no, on the on the chat group. Because uh, <laughs> I was trying to remember how we got transacted on. I, I got this from him. It's uh, it's a Famicom game. It's Ibaki no Kyutaro. Mm. So uh, I've been fond of collecting uh, Famicom ga- games these days. So, I got, I got this game from Sir Justin Baldiao. Thank you, thank you, sir. And uh, I'm really um, into those uh, good old days collecting classics. Anyway, thank you. All right, excellent. All right, so I guess the uh, the last thing for us to do is to pass the whole thing off back to our MC Supreme, Joe. Up, oh, uh, I think your I think your your sound is off, Joe. Oh my God, I've been. St- <laughs> I'm rage quitting right now. So I would like to thank everybody in the panel, uh, sharing each and everyone's experience regarding with this particular topic, which is rage quit. I, uh, where's Pao said? He, uh, he gone. He might have been, yeah, he rage quit too. All right. Sudden power outage, as he mentioned. He will join back. Oh, oh he got a power outage. Okay, that's, you know. Oh, so, the power, uh, so the power rage quit on him. Yes. All right. <laughs> it would so we'll, uh, we will just do uh, one uh, our quick. Um, I keep forgetting on so our, um, our shameless plug. All right, Miss Honoka, where can they find you? Well, you can actually find me here on Facebook, a Honoka Ninety Nine Gaming Studio. Uh, I'm also as well uh, live. On, I also play on Twitch as well, Honoka Ninety Nine. So do give me a follow if you wanted to um, join me and play awesome retro games like Mario Kart or Sonic or fighting games like Smash. And also, uh, please do follow Pinoy Retro Gaming for more awesome contents. We um, 
events, um, uh, retro games for. Up, I think she's gone. Right, we got to disconnect think, there too. I think okay. they disconnect and Red tweeted on her too. Yeah. All right, Sir Pow, Sir take Powell. over. Oh, most likely, they're, <laughs> they're pretty much sharing the same connection. So, oh how about Sir Seabird? So, um, you can actually catch me at my Facebook page, Seabird Teach Retro Games. So, I've been doing a lot of, uh, not lately, but uh, I do a lot of customization with regards to the hobby. And I've played a lot of games. I'm actually active with uh, Sir Dan's uh, uh, group because uh, I've been playing a lot of Genesis games lately. I still have a long list. Of games and uh, also here at Retro Game, uh, timeless game that is Infinite Retro Game. Excellent. Okay. All right. Thank you for that, Sir Siebert. How about Sir Dan? Yeah, obviously, come back and see us at Pinoy Retro Gaming and uh, Timeless Gamer. And if you um, want to check out some of the Sega Genesis stuff, you can see behind me that we've talked about. Join us at Facebook, uh, the Sega Genesis Group. All right. And about the Rage Master for tonight, Sir Joe. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us tonight. Uh, you can catch me at my Facebook page, uh, Banyagang Native. You can just type in Banyagang Native in the, in the Facebook search bar and you can find me. Also, you can check out twitch.tv, Banyagang Native. I also stream more often there than not because of the fact that Facebook has been um, hitting me hard with, with copyright restrictions. Twitch has been much more forgiving, much more lenient to me. So you'll find me more on twitch.tv on your under Banyagang Native. And, you know, uh, just hanging around in general. So you guys will see me when you see me. All right, back to you, Joe. All right. Uh, so just a quick advertisement. Um, so once again, we're, we're inviting everyone uh, who can attend the retro con at the Fisherman's Mall in Quezon City. Uh, uh, RGCP Retro Gamers Collectors of the Philippines and Pinoy Retro Gaming and G3 are all there representing the retro community. Uh, a lot, lots of merchandise and free play over there. Just, uh, just head to the Fisher, the Fisher, uh, Fisher's. I keep saying Fisherman Mall. Yeah, it's Fisherman Mall. Fisherman Mall. Yeah, Fisherman Mall. Fisherman's Horizon. God damn it! So the uh, the Fisher uh, the Fisher Mall. Uh, they are they are there until November of the 30th, 2022. So you still got time to check it out, see what you can find. And of course, we are also going to advertise. Um, speaking of the Retro Gamer Collectors of the Philippines, they are going to have their year-end event coming December 3, 4. That's a Saturday and Sunday of 2022 at the QQ Mall basement level, Quezon Boulevard in Capo Manila, uh, Manila. So it's, uh, so the Retro Gamers, uh, GCP Retro Gamers Collectors of the Philippines will have all of their top sellers. So uh, basically a convention, all of your gaming needs are, are there. Uh, all, video, all video games, consoles, paraphernalia, accessories, etc, etc. So it's a weekend, guys. So if you have, if you can spare the time, and be sure to prepare your wallet. So most likely you'll end up spending one way or another at the year-end event, the RGCP year-end convention. So and of course, uh, just to plug the show itself, um, our archive shows can be viewed at the YouTube page of the Thomas Gamer. Just search in Thomas Gamer PRG and. 
the audio versions of our show can be heard by going to Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. And once again, guys, in regarding with uh, with rage quitting, maybe it's just the poor controls, maybe it's just poor game design, maybe our lack of reflexes could be all you know, uh, lack of patience. Sometimes it's just a mixture of all of them put together. So be kind to your consoles. Be kind to your controllers. Okay. Um, there are other ways to vent out your frustration. <laughs> so, and once again, uh, I would like to thank everyone, uh, especially down there at the chats: uh, Bernal, Drew, Rosello Reyes, uh, Justin, uh, Justin Boliao, uh, Sir, uh, Sir Jomar, and Tito, and Tito, Tito Jano, Chance Hostine. Uh, Pausen is not here, but he's there. Uh, he's, he's there at the chat. Uh, one, two, three, go. The Lonely Nixie, Rich Wealth, and all of the guys who were. Oh, and of course, uh, Sir Carlo, who was supposed to be here, but of course, uh, connection problems. But he's there at the chat, uh, urging us on to fight forward. Thank you, Sir Carlo, for being, uh, for being at the chat. Hopefully, we can see you sometime soon. Hopefully, and of course, guys. Our games and bodies may grow out of date, but our gaming experiences will forever remain. Hey, timeless. timeless. Bye bye. All right, guys. See you again next time. Bye.